0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at Fox, and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. So it's really exciting to be here with you, Brett, and I'm glad we're getting a chance to kind of do a behind-the-scenes podcast because I have just loved working with you all these years. And this is a special night culminating. We've done a ton of town halls with a million candidates and uh, some debates in West Virginia over the years and Florida. Remember, with Ron DeSantis. So we go way back with these.
1: It's been fun. This one is different. You know, it has a different feel to it. You know, the night before, you're always thinking, what didn't we put in there? I know. Like, what didn't we think of? And we're also trying to, just behind the scenes, trying to think, is this the best mix? Are we doing the right chemistry? And it is a team effort. It's really a, I mean, thinking about how people view it and how the candidates react to it, it's kind of fluid.
0: I know. I was thinking, you know, we both started writing questions a long time ago and kind of putting them into our own notes. And then we piled them all in together and we figure out which ones we like, which ones we don't. I bet we've written over a hundred questions easily,
1: easily in the past few months. And how many will we ask? I'm not sure. Depends on how fast they talk. But um you think a lot of them won't choose to take up all their time? You so know, there's like, some. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. There's some. I've <laughs> been in, in some of these debates before where uh, they don't take all the time, and mm-hmm. suddenly you get to the end of what you thought was going to be a packed mm-hmm. block of stuff, right. and you're like, oh, you know what? That's What's your favorite color? Exactly. <laughs> I think these guys probably are prepped.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. We've had a few of them on over the course of the week and we, of course, have what I call good nervousness. It's like when you're pumped up to do something and you've been working hard on it, doing your homework, you're excited, you're a little bit nervous. I see it in them too. Yeah. I mean, everything we've been doing, our lives aren't on the line. Our future political career, you know, is, is not what there's, what they're really They're putting it all on the line.
1: Yeah. And you can see some of the answers. And I saw your interview with Vivek Ramaswamy today. You know, there's a little hesitancy, like it's not as forceful as he was just a week ago, I think, because he's thinking about those 60 second answers and some of the retorts. You know, the best thing about debates is if a candidate can react real time. You know, those are the big moments. Those are the ones where somebody says something and then you go, that's your moment to shine.
0: You're so right. And so often their answers are so practiced. And so when someone does just kind of turn and shoot one out there that lands really well and shows that they are spontaneous and thoughtful and that they can roll with something and come right back, those are definitely the moments that stand out.
1: So I was thinking about on the stage, obviously Chris Christie's been there before and we saw him in the New Hampshire primary really go after... Marco Rubio in the presidential Remember, race yeah. and I would argue had some, a real effect on the Rubio campaign, but, um, others, vice president Pence, he had a, a good debate against Kamala Harris. He um, he had a good debate against Tim Kaine. Uh, you know, I mean, he's solid, you know, he's kind of workmanlike. like other people I haven't seen, you know, obviously I haven't, I didn't go to the Arkansas debate for governor Hutchinson or, uh, or South Carolina, but obviously it's a muscle that you have to kind of use or at least practice.
0: It's also a different dynamic, I think, in the primary, right? So I'm thinking of Pence going up against Harris, and we were there covering that debate that night, and he did well. He definitely did well. This is you're going up against people in your own party. And trying to prove that not only can you beat the people on the stage, also the person not on the stage, the former president and also Joe Biden. So there are so many layers for them to try to present an argument for. I can get I can jump through all of these hoops. Pretty tough.
1: Yeah. The other factor here is that obviously the former president isn't here and he's, you know, sending surrogates and, you know, he's got his own kind of PR machine. I was asked on Hugh Hewitt, um, he said, do you think that this is a planned thing to suck up the oxygen on Thursday by turning himself into Fulton County? And I said, wow, I hadn't really thought about that. It is going to get a lot of oxygen, but it's hard to believe that that's the best way to suck up the oxygen post-debate to have that processing happening. And so that headline got picked up, you know, Brett Baer, moderator, says Trump is planning this uh Turning himself in in Fulton County. It's just bizarre. Anything you say about Trump in any way becomes headline material for the media who cover media.
0: The untold story continues right after this.
1: From the Fox News Podcasts Network.
0: I'm Janice Dean, Fox News senior meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. It is extraordinary because he's always been someone for whom the belief exists. Any publicity is good publicity, right? But we were talking to Kellyanne Conway on your show last night, and she said, whenever given a choice, do you want to be indicted or not indicted? The answer is always not indicted. Yeah, right. And so this puts him out on a precipice that even he cannot have chosen. But maybe it's just, you know, when you've got lemons, make lemonade. So, um it will clearly get a lot of attention. And I noticed in his own things that he's put out, he's, I will be arrested on this day because right. he knows that when he is the person who is being wronged, that as he sees it and as many of his supporters also see it, uh, that puts him in a position that has helped him in the polls. It's yeah. an extraordinary political development.
1: Right. It's definitely helped him in the primary. In the GOP. So crazy, right? It's a question whether it would help him in a general election with independents and suburban moms, but who knows? Um, the other thing is about the Trump surrogates, you know, they're coming. They can be invited to the debate. They, if they're elected officials, they get a ticket from the RNC. We don't control those seats at all. Mm-hmm. We control the spin room. And if they're a member of the, somebody with one of the candidates on the stage, they get invited to the spin room or- if a media organization that is in the spin room invites them to speak, then they can come in the spin room too. But this whole storyline that Fox is keeping out Trump surrogates is kind of ridiculous too.
0: I, you laid it out well. That's, that's the way it works. And of course there are routes for them to come. Generally, the situation is that they're to spin people who are on the stage, which makes, you know, the most sense, but, uh, he will seize the opportunity wherever he can interesting he's talking now about not doing any of the debates which just has made me wonder and I thought it was interesting that he canceled on Monday his big explanation of what happened in Georgia so he's turning down opportunities along the way here and it makes you wonder what's up with that
1: well you wonder if the legal team is saying this is not a good idea it does put him out there I mean in my interview with him
0: he's turned he's turned away their advice many times though over the years so if he's listening now I think that's Interesting.
1: It is interesting. You know, a lot of people say, is he going to be the focus of the debate? We have so many things to cover. We're going to cover it all. Yeah. And the question always is, how do we fit it all in? Um, it's a lot. I mean, it's two hours. And so each candidate roughly gets 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot in in uh, TV time.
0: Yeah. And there's also opportunities for them to respond if someone brings up their name, invokes them in, in their answer. So hopefully they'll all feel, you know, you were talking about how you think about what are we leaving out, right? And inevitably, we know that afterwards, there's always that moment where you say, wish oh, we'd um, just gotten that one in or, you know, jumped in at that moment. So that's the challenge for us to sort of find those moments when um, we can jump in and yeah. give them an opportunity to go after each other a little bit.
1: Yeah, I, I'd be interested to see if Tim Scott chooses that road after your interview. I mean he's all sunshine and apple pie. It seems like talking about Joe Biden, he wants to go after, but not the other candidates. I just don't know if that's going to, I don't know if it'll work. Maybe it will. Maybe it will.
0: Yeah. He has definitely chosen the optimism lane. And I think there are a lot of voters who want to see that in the country, but I think he'll have to prove that he can also switch gears when he needs to, because when people look at someone who is a potential commander in chief. You also want to see that side, yeah. right?
1: So, do you have any um, pre-debate rituals?
0: Yeah. I, I've been asked that this week a couple of times. I don't know. You know, I we have a very early morning tomorrow. Generally, I, I get up and go for a run before any one of these big nights. And do we-, we get a break after no, there's no
1: breaks. There's no, break. there are no breaks. No breaks. <laughs>
0: because
1: <laughs> I usually do some exercise.
0: Yeah. Too. No, you, it depends. You may be able to squeeze it in the middle of the day when, when I'm doing my show, but um. yeah, you might be able to squeeze. We'll see. We'll see how it goes, but it's beautiful here in Milwaukee and it's a great downtown. It's a great place to be. So usually I go for a run or, you know, do some, some form of physical exercise and try to eat right, you know, protein. Yeah. I saw you say that you no more than six <laughs>
1: cups of coffee. Because Is that real? Real. I, I am, for some reason, on these days, it's just nonstop. And I am I just have a cup there. Yeah. And I get to the end of the day and I'm like, God, I'm really jacked up. Why? Wow. Maybe I had Why seven cups be? of coffee. I usually like to do exercise. I have, in previous debates, found the local church. Mm-hmm. Had a little moment to calm down. Yeah. But by the time the day gets underway, I know. it's going to be rolling
0: yeah it I think it's unusually jam-packed tomorrow it's it's a Wednesday so that's always a day when we do a lot of other segments on other shows so um you know I, I think we're gonna be hopefully we'll it'll we'll be really warmed up and relaxed and ready to go by then. yeah
1: and we unveil the set with Dana and Bill yep at uh, 9 a.m eastern right so, so we'll look it's to gonna that. be cool unveiling it's very nicely done it's really like a powerful visual and so I don't know. Somebody who's not there may be jealous that they're not on They the stage. might be.
0: And I I was outside a little Looks while ago.
1: Really, really good.
0: <laughs> hello, hello. Hello. Donald Trump in the house. Um yeah, I saw that I that drone thing flying around outside. You have to watch out for that. You could take
1: your head yeah, off. I know. <laughs> I know.
0: Um but it's great to talk to you. I'm looking forward to the big night and um Hopefully, I mean the whole goal is that people who watch it get to know these people better and decide whether or not they want to consider them. And we know there's a lot of people who are open to considering yeah, all these candidates. So,
1: and it's always great to work with you. It's we work well together and um there's a little bit of osmosis because we cover it every day, but when you're really getting into the nitty-gritty, it's a different a different thing. So, yeah, so it's going to be fun.
0: was the big night to end uh, we look forward to it. We look forward to having all of you out there joining us. We have an amazing crew here. Some of them are in here with us right now. So we're very lucky to be surrounded by an amazing team that helps make it all happen.
1: So tune in 9 p.m. Eastern time for the debate. We'll be on throughout the day, your show, my show. And uh, I think they'll see see us. Don't miss it.
0: 9 p.m. Thanks for joining us, everybody. You've been listening to The Untold Story with Martha McCallum. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Make sure to rate and review. For more podcasts, go to foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with the Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app.